Hello and welcome to Gaiganomics. Um, before we begin, I just want to make a couple announcements that the notes that I use on this podcast come from Professor Darren Jurgen. Uh, these a lot of them are the notes that I took with the classes with him at Occidental, and that's one announcement. The other announcement is in the episode on the lockdowns when I said kids should be in schools. Of course, I meant private schools, not public schools. And um, the last announcement is that I just want to point out that it's interesting that we don't champion the drug dealers and the prostitutes that work in alleyways and the streets for uh, not being in heavily populated areas where they are practitioners of social distancing and have been for the longest times the drug dealers meeting people either at their house or in a park away from many people and the prostitutes who work on corners of streets instead of within brothels and it's it's impressive to see the entrepreneurial action in uh that these professions uh, demonstrate where they forego the capital overhead of having, you know, capital structure and the cost associated with that. Um, but they do a form of uh, curbside delivery, and um, it's just interesting to see the business models being replicated, whether intentionally or unintentionally, to um, the people that have been considered criminals in history. So, this episode, I want to begin with a quote that I saw, and I uh, reposted on my Instagram, but this comes from Jeff Dice, who is the president of the Mises Institute, and I wanted to um, start this episode off with this quote because I thought it was very powerful, and let me read it to you. Because we all see the world differently, it is too dangerous for the state to become the monopolist. It's because we don't know what's best for everyone else that is precisely why we are libertarians. We start from a position of humility, not hubris. And that is so powerful because it shows that that libertarians use the scientific method of, well, not libertarians in general, but the Austrian economists of saying, we don't know what the best way to organize a society is. No one does. But to have the complete compliance and the pride and the indoctrination that the government is going to be the organization to provide this, when in fact the organization just consists of uh, it's a group of individuals, and if individuals are inherently flawed, and that's why we need the government to protect individuals from other individuals, then we have this organization of individuals. We're essentially uh, entitling them with some dignity or metaphysical um, association that they're uh, suitable to play the role of the parental figure in society and caretakers. And and this is what's so frustrating because it's the same government that tells us that there's 
36 million people going to bed hungry every night in the United States and 13 million children uh, of those 36 million people that are going to bed hungry every night. And yet they're the ones that spend billions on making food more expensive. And once you begin to understand this, the nature of the state, that the state only hurts, it doesn't help in, in prosperity and peace. Um, protectionism, everything is so backwards with the government. Um, we have, we, what we need is governance, not government. Okay. Governance is a, a form of, um, I just use the word protectionism, but that deals more with trades and, and tariffs and that just hurts consumers because it increased costs on them. But Governance is a form of provision of security and defense, or even if you want to consider it national defense, where you have an organization, a societal organization, where peace and trade can occur. And governance is necessary within societal organization, but government is not necessary. Government leads to bureaucracy, and this leads to totalitarianism. And this leads to statism. And the, the absolute forms of statism is what you had in the 20th century with the Nazi party, the Third Reich, and um, all these communist regimes. This is when you have absolute authoritarianism. Um, people become slaves. People um, are not individuals. They're not free to choose. So it's very backwards. It's it's uh, uh, but you know what? I I I this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that what's necessary for a society is most definitely not a revolution. Um, anything that spills blood is uh or, or just aggresses onto people is not really what I'm in support of. What I'm in support of is an ideological revolution, and we had this before. We had the uh, an ideological revolution with the Industrial Revolution. Before the Industrial Revolution, people only lived in um, small communes in in agricultural uh, settlements because you can live this way and you can trade. But once the degrees of specialization increased after the Industrial Revolution, where people can specialize in the manufacturing of a, a certain resource and sell it on the market, then you're able to accumulate capital. And in which case, once uh, capital is accumulated, you can begin to have economic development. And with economic development, you can... Um, uh, your standards of well-being increases. So so that's why we have more children that are able to be specializing in education. And um, we just have so many different forms of industries in the world today. Prior to uh, the, the 18th and 17th centuries, because of uh, capital accumulation. And to abolish this is to create havoc in a society and it's to create public slavery that's what socialism is it's the most deadly disease to ever come on the face of the earth and i'm 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 if you can't tell by now i'm very against socialism okay um so uh, another thing i found very interesting that i wanted to mention was i watched schindler's list the other day 
And when they separated some of the the Jews from other Jews, they were classified as essential workers and non-essential workers. You can you can watch the movie for yourself. It's it was remarkable to watch this, not knowing beforehand that people actually pointed this out um, earlier. But uh, they there was a in one scene there was a history teacher, and and the Nazis classified him as non-essential. And he's like, I teach history in the arts. What is not essential about that? And he got chipped off. And, you know, they were also classified as useful and very useful. And all jobs are essential. This is one thing that I think the government got wrong with arbitrarily determining which businesses can be open and which can't. Every, if you have this idea that there's, you know, more essentiality um, in life than other industries, then, then you're completely missing the point of methodological individualism. It's precisely because humans are able to specialize into more niche markets that we're able to have a more prosperous and peaceful society. And when you hinder and limit the amount of specialization to occur in a market economy and society, then you have um, consumers not as highly satisfied as what they otherwise would be um, because it relies on the, the entrepreneur to take the, the scarce resources in a society and allocate them to the highest demands of the consumers. And it's unfortunate, but the government deemed um some industries uh not essential during the covid lockdowns and then they can go about their ways with either through fines or arrest or just complete shut shutting down businesses um to enforce their laws even though i mean again it's unconstitutional but what what is the constitution anymore and I think the point of libertarianism is to say that everything is essential in society, but we don't need a government to determine what businesses should remain and what businesses should go. This should be up to the society because everyone is a consumer, just as everyone is also in a dynamic fluctuation of becoming a producer. If you're not producing something at one moment in time, then you're at the ability to consume. And so this is, you know, how you spend your time. Is it working or is it in leisure? And once you understand that people are are able to consume um, under their own preferences and uh, at their own risk, then the the market again is the extension of life it's it's people create the economy then you can see how okay maybe not everyone uh will go to a casino right now and maybe not everyone will go to a movie theater and maybe not everyone will go to a concert and so you, you this is the market operations of giving feedback to the producers of the theaters of the casinos of the concerts that if you don't establish uh, you know, some, whether it's safety or whether it's uh, psychological safety or 
the the appropriate means to meet the demands of the consumers then you will go out of business and this is what people forget that in a society of profits and capitalism and entrepreneurs you also have losses and the losses are a, a detriment to society but no one sees the losses all they see is the capital accumulation that one entrepreneur was able to obtain from uh willing customers that's why jeff bezos is so rich because a lot of people buy stuff on amazon and um if amazon is a monopoly that's a separate question but the point is that i think it's 97 percent of restaurants go out of business i, I don't know the the exact measurements and in, in the numbers and stuff but if someone has like a fast food chain people eat food they're providing food to a service and to say whether it's healthy or unhealthy is again another discussion but the fact that people are willing to become patrons of this uh restaurant demonstrates that the market desires and demands the service that this restaurant is providing so if you have a a, a ceo of a restaurant then he's going to make money but what you don't see is for for every one ceo of a restaurant you have the the tens or if not hundreds of restaurants that failed before him and these are the the operations of the market and one last example i will i'll put is with football a lot of people like football uh, I saw that that you know how are they going to have crowds and are they going to do digital cheers and all this stuff and my friends Alex and Alan pointed out that what if they just put drones to distribute UV light over the crowds that's something delivered by the market so again it is the incredible development of the entrepreneurs to develop what scarce resources there are in a society and transform them into creating a good or a service that benefits society at large and again you know government interference um it it just hurts both producers and consumers and um the only people that benefit is the government alone so that's where we'll call this episode um thank you